Welcome to the Personal Growth Show. This is a podcast where we discuss our personal journeys of growth towards becoming the best versions of ourselves. Listen up as we discuss our personal and professional struggles that many face on a daily basis and how we have been able to overcome them. We will share practical solutions and tips which have helped us and some which haven't. But most importantly, how everyday people like us with nine to five jobs and families can do it too. Join us on this candid journey and let's grow together. Here are your hosts, Clinton and Fed. Hey guys, welcome to the Personal Growth Show. And you are here with Clinton Middleton and Fed, who is my co-host. Welcome, Fed. How are you doing, Clint? Buddy, I'm, I'm well, thanks. And <laughs> really excited to be here with you again to chat about another another topic where we'll hopefully go quite deep and give our listeners some tools and strategies and what they can implement in their lives right away. Awesome. Looking forward to this topic, which is basically talking about the company that you keep and uh, what it means for your personal development. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's such a critical, it's such a critical piece uh, to, to, to speak about. And, and I've certainly realized how important it is. Here's the perfect example. Two people on, on a similar path. And uh, I think us, us having connected through, through this platform um, has, has just reiterated the importance of ensuring that you're surrounding yourself uh, with, with individuals that are going to help elevate you and bring you up to, you know, to, 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 to a better level. Yep. So tell me something. When is the first time that you sort of heard about sort of, I don't know if it's a principle or, or, or this topic, because from my side, um, I actually sort of learned about it when I was in primary school. And it was my headmaster who basically had said to me, don't ask me who you are, but tell me who your friends are, and then I'll be able to tell you who you are. And probably at the time, it didn't really mean much to me, but for some reason or another, it always stuck with me. And, you know, as I got older and matured and, and really started to think about more in terms of personal development, it came back to me and it now obviously makes a lot of sense, right? Yeah, I, I, would, I would say probably the same. Uh, I, would, I, would, I was told that when I was quite young and it, was, it went way over my head and, and it probably went way over my head for a little bit too long, if, I, if, I'm, if I'm honest. I, I suppose it, it's only up until a couple of years ago that I started to truly understand the importance of being mindful about the people that you that you have around you mm-hmm. and it's not just in in my view it's not just the people around you you know that you know the the typical saying uh, you know uh, it you are the the average of the five people that you surround yourself with the most mm-hmm. and i think that's true to a certain extent because yes i mean if you if you look at the average of the five people that 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 people tend to surround themselves with you can say that they're the average of, of those people, but I think the most important thing is how conscious are you when you're around those five people? Because yes, you can be around, around people all the time, but if you're, not, if you're not conscious, then you're actually not actually picking up anything from them. So I think you need to be very selective with how conscious you are uh, around those people that, in your, that are in your life and how, how are they influencing you? Yeah, totally. And 
yeah, I mean, I think the challenge is uh, kind of, for me, it comes around family as well, you know, because those are the people that I'm around the most, but it's kind of like not always agreeing in terms of the vision and, you know, like personal development, especially when it comes to parents who perhaps have a more old school mentality and way of thinking about things. But at the same time, I'm not really, you know, ready to, to stop seeing them. <laughs> That's true. I, I, I suppose your, your parents and, and your family around you are always going to do things to protect you. So you, they're not necessarily going to look to help you grow as an individual in your own personal capacity, be able to help you realize your full potential. They're going to help you avoid pitfalls that they would have gone through in their own life. So they're going to influence you in that way. And it's, it's only when you start to understand that and, and realize that when you're sharing something with a close, you know, with, with a family member, they're not necessarily going to support you because they might have gone through something in their own experience that have turned them off towards something. Maybe they've tried a business and it's failed and they're very, uh, they're very cautious towards starting new businesses and entrepreneurs. Or, or maybe they've had a bad experience with, you know, traveling abroad and a specific country and they're going to influence you if you're thinking about going to a particular country and you're looking to relocate. Maybe they've gone through that and they're going to influence you in, in a specific way. So I suppose you need to understand that firstly and, and understand that everyone comes from their own experience and brings through their own biases. And you need to be mindful about that because it's not always that people, especially your family members, that are looking to help you develop into this you know, develop into realizing that full potential. And um, they're going to want to protect you and obviously keep you close to, to them. And, and I realize that, I, I realize that they, while they might love you and they might want the best for you, that there are certain things that you need to be aware of because otherwise you're going to let it influence you potentially not realizing or following your dreams or your passion. Yeah, true. As you say, I think they will go towards the safe whereas you know as we've discussed in, in previous podcasts like things happen when you're working on the extremes unfortunately not in the middle and and that's i suppose where we're trying to constantly push ourselves is you know further and further and they you know sort of trying to pull you back and back towards the safe side of it but to your point i think it's just being cognizant of of that and, and acknowledging it so that you know, you're able to, in your mind, knowing how you're being um, affected and influenced and then, you know, carrying on the part that you need to. Yeah, absolutely. And, and what about from your perspective? I mean, you know, let, let's understand, you know, where you're coming from as an entrepreneur. You know, how, how was your path shaped through the experience that you've potentially gone through? You know, when you, you, know, when you were a youngster and, and being told that you are the kind of, average of the of the people that you surround yourself with how did that influence you and how did that influence you then older in life up to this point you know where you are now running your own business and you're kind of running your own show uh, at what point did your family influence you or did your friends influence you positively or negatively so yeah the thing is you know the interesting thing is as you leave school and university and you grow older you're or at least my group of friends has sort of changed um, over, over that period of time. 
And I'm not sure whether it's a, it was a conscious or subconscious change that happened and whether I was, you know, attracted to certain types of people or, or groups of people for, for specific reasons. But when I really learned that your network is your net worth, right, as the saying goes, it's, it was even clearer that basically the people that I had to surround myself from a network perspective and I spend a lot more time with also became my friends. And those are the people that maybe I was wanting to be more like that really sort of pushed me to try surround myself more with and wanting to be successful like them basically. Right. You know, also reading those, the quotes of the books where, you know, you are told to dress like if you want to be a millionaire, you, you try to dress like a millionaire or, you know, if you can wear your, your like try to get an expensive watch or like whatever it is because you're trying to be like those people and not because you're trying to fake it or anything like that, but just because you're trying to motivate and sort of visualize and, and, and prep your mind to becoming like that. And at the same time, it's the same, you know, being surrounded by people who think in a specific way, who, who have like a growth mindset, who don't see limitations. You know, I think that is, for me, like the, the, the thing that um, really sort of drove me to finding um, these specific individuals or friends or groups, which I have aligned myself with and become friends with over the period mm -hmm. of time. Like imagine you're trying to, like, especially now we're still like in this COVID-19 pandemic, right? And you're trying to start a business now. Like you don't want to be surrounded necessarily by all naysayers or negative people or, or people who think in a small way. Like you want to be surrounded by people who are perhaps going to encourage you and, you know, sometimes to take chances and yes, calculated uh, as they may be, but like I also find people that you need them to have like vision and, and, and sort of have a bigger mentality or, or just being able to help you drive that. And, and that's like been the key for me. And how have you been able to find those people? Because I suppose, you know, what, what you're saying is you need to, you need to surround yourself with those people that are, that are thinking big, that have a big, big picture view that are not going to bring you down um, and, and bring you down to reality necessarily, but, but can share that path and share that vision with you and, and help you, you know, help support you in those times. But sure. it, it's so often that people don't have those best intentions for you. So how have you been able to do that? Yeah, I suppose through some luck and not just one specific way. Social media also like helps me identify people because you can see what they post and what they talk about, right? Like the way they sort of thinking about things. And that's, I guess, even though we, we, we knew each other, you know, from, from, you know, previous work, when I saw you posting a specific video on Instagram, I knew that it, like I had to reach out to you because we were on the same wavelength and pretty much, you know, trying to go along the same path. And, you know, it's, it's, it's not always one way, but that was like one of the ways. And, yeah. and then it's some trial and error, right? As you say, like not everybody always, you know, has, has the same sort of benevolent uh, wanting to help you and push you and things like that. So, you know, some people you become friendly with and then you move along and, you know, you find other people or you join uh, some entrepreneur groups, you know, you, through friends. And it's just, I suppose, being social is, is, is how you engage and interact with people that you find people that you know are thinking like you 
Yeah. I suppose in your space, I mean, being an entrepreneur, you, you're needing to actually network to be able to grow your network. Is, is, it, it's so important for you to be able to do that because ultimately the people that you can come into contact with, you, you kind of find ways on how you can help each other in a way. Do you find that that's, that entrepreneurial mindset came to you naturally or, or was it something that you developed? I had to develop it because I'm actually not the most social of people. I would say I'm more introvert than extrovert. So, you know, going out and meeting people or just reaching out to people is not necessarily something that comes naturally to me. So I've had to put a lot of like effort um, in, into that. But once I sort of, you know, get used to it and warmed up, then it's, it's, it's a lot easier, but it is key. Uh, it really is. I mean, you know, like it's so important being able to meet people who have different experiences from you and have, you know, especially like people who are at least like one year ahead from where I am today. Right. Because those are also the people who are able to provide you um, with hindsight and help you perhaps avoid some of the pitfalls and, you know, like your parents in a way, but it's, it's, it's really also key to be able to give value back um, or give value up front. And that's something that's also try to focus a lot on is like, how can I add value to them um, so that, you know, when I approach someone or, you know, just try to engage with someone, it's not just asking them what value they can give to me. Like that's never my first step. It's always like, hi, I'm this and this, and I, you know, I'm able to do these kind of things, you know, is there any way that I could add value to you? Or perhaps, you know, if you see someone in my network that you'd be like introduced to, you know, I'd be happy to, to make those introductions and those kind of things. I think that's also the, the one key thing Clint is, is thinking about what value can you add to people, right? Before you start to ask, you know, what value that you can get from them. And that's always seemed to be able to open more doors for me and connect with more people um, over time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, so, it's so critical. And I suppose the more you put out there, the more value you add to others, the, the kind of more value you will at some point get in the future. But you need to do it without any expectation whatsoever. And, and it is such a critical component to network, networking. And, and just being able to build businesses, especially being an entrepreneur like yourself. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I never go out with, you know, the intention of like, okay, I'm going to find some great people out there so that I, you know, can benefit from being connected with them or developing a friendship. Um, it's always like, how can I connect with people so that I can perhaps add value to multiple people at the same time through introductions or or, or if I see someone posting that they need something, I actually do go out of my way to try to connect them with people that I think can add value to them. And then, yeah. you know, one day, hopefully, you know, they'll be able to reciprocate and, and help me. But it's never with the intention of thinking that, you know, that will happen. I think, yeah. you know, I do believe in karma. And, you know, I do believe that, you know, good things do come to people who try to do good as well. Yeah. I mean, I 100% I believe in that as well. And I think it's all about planting those seeds every single day. So, you know, what is it that you can do today? What is it that you can do tomorrow? And, and, and those things kind of come back to you at, at some point in the future. But I, I, I agree with you. I mean, it, it literally is about thinking about what can you do today to help others or to add value or to, 
yeah, just just do something today that you do without any expectation whatsoever of of it being returned right away. And and I think that's how you build meaningful connections and how you build meaningful relationships and friendships that that last into a long time and business relationships. Hundred you know, percent. You know, it, it happened not too long ago, actually, where I had a little um, consulting opportunity that came up. And it's just like a connection that I've had for years. And nothing, we've never done anything together before. But even though it was like 10 years down the line, you know, you may have to wait for that sort of investment in the relationship or, or, or people to, to pay off. But eventually, you know, if you do the right thing, then it does right by you. It really does work like that. And it is about cultivating relationships and, you know, spending time and effort. In, 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 or, I mean, obviously, when you have a, a network of a few thousand people on LinkedIn, I'm not saying that, you know, you should be spending time on every single one of them. Otherwise, that becomes even more than your full-time job. But I think, especially the topic that we're talking about is more in terms of your inner circle, right? In, in terms of, like, cultivating those relationships and putting time in. It's like the relationship with your wife or family. Like you do have to put time and effort into it because ultimately mm. any relationship does. And I think like the thing that I do to be able to cultivate those is understanding and knowing them, what their interests are. And, you know, just every now and then, if I see an article or something that I find interesting online, I would send it to them and say, you know, I just thought about you when I saw this. I think you'd find it interesting. It could be even be little small sort of tokens like that. Yeah. How do you then, you know, keep in touch or tabs with some of these, maybe not sort of super inner circle relationships, but kind of relationships that you do hold like important and that you do want to cultivate? Yeah, I suppose. I mean, one of the things that I've realized is that if a relationship is not growing, it's dying. Mm-hmm. That, 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 that to me is a belief. It's a very strongly held belief. So I, I've had to... I've had to almost determine which are the relationships that are worth working on. And, and that could be my personal relationships, like my, my most important relationships, like my wife and my kids, my relationship with my family, my parents, I mean. And then some of, and then my friend, my, you know, my, my relationship with my friends, such as yourself and, and, and you know, other friends that I, that I have that are close to me. Further than that, of course, it's your team. So how, what are you doing to develop that relationship? And, and I, I, I do realize with myself is that if I'm not intentional with putting focus in those areas, then I, I tend to forget about it. So it has to be front and center. And, and it's all about being mindful about what am I doing every single week to be able to work on those relationships because those relationships are important to me. And I tend to be a very guarded person. So I don't you know, I'm not the type of person that's extremely extroverted. I, I don't go out of my way to make new friends necessarily. And, and that's why for me, those relationships that I have around me are important for me to be able to nurture and to, and to develop. Because if, I, if I, I've deemed them to be important for me for allowing them into my, into my life. And, and obviously talking about outside of, my, you know, outside of my, my, my wife and my kids and my parents, because those are, those are almost non-negotiables. But what am I doing every week to be able to develop my professional 
and my friend relationships. And the truth is it's, it's never perfect. I'm never in perfect equilibrium with everything, but I think what, what I have tried to do is at least be contacting those, those individuals on a, on a, on a reg, fairly regular basis. So whether it be a week or at least once every couple of weeks, just being able to stay in contact with them is, is, is really important to me. And as you know, as you send uh, messages whenever you've received or, or, or read something interesting online, you know, I, 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 what I tend to do is just send a, just send a, you know, a voice note or, or just a message to find out how they're doing. But I think your approach is definitely a lot more personal. Yeah, but it also, I suppose it depends on how close you are or, you know, the kind of relationship you, you have. Because I've also got like one or two good friends where, you know, the way that we keep in touch is basically just sending each other like funny memes. And yeah. it's just kind of like, you know, that you're still top of mind. Because for me, when I'm looking at my social circle, the guys which are important to me are definitely my phone book, right? Like if I don't have your number, you're probably not that important to me. And, and, and it's key for me to have obviously like those kind of close relationships as well. But then I also have like friends who I'm just friends with, right? Like that you, you kind of just, where you kind of let your head down, you can have a good time with. So I, I, I think as much as you want to surround yourself with people who help you drive that vision, um, I think there's also like those friends who are on their own paths, which is fine, but you also just get on extremely well and you're able to have a good time together because it doesn't always have to be about business and entrepreneurship and, and growth. And I think mm. in, in the circles, perhaps that we are in, like that is lost sometimes. And it's always like, oh, you should only be surrounded by ultra driven, like entrepreneurial kind of people because everything else then is not good. And I don't think, that extreme is necessary, at least in my eyes. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it is either. I think, though, that it's important to have those individuals that are going to help drive you and push you forward and, and, and almost serve as though like a beacon that you're kind of moving, you know, you, you almost aspire to achieving. But I find a lot of, a lot of that is what I, what, what I the, the type of individuals that I follow on social media. Mm-hmm. So individuals like Ed Marlett and Rich Roll and, um, you know, Tom Bilyeu and, and Tony Robbins, individuals that are achieving in an area which I am really passionate about, which is, you know, personal development. I, I kind of, I look at those individuals and I, and I almost aspire to be, I don't aspire to be them. I aspire to be like them sure. because I think, you know, it, it's such an important distinction that we, we tend to discount our ability to what value we bring to the world. Mm. And I think when you do that, you're you, you discounting yourself. Mm. So it, it's about looking at that and saying, all right, what did those individuals do? What were the tools and the, and the strategies that they used that, that I can learn from? So I don't look at them in awe to say, all right, well, how can I become Tom Bilyeu? No. What has he learned that I can implement because he's been through that learning curve? in my sure. life. And I think that's been the, the, the kind of critical distinction that I've, ha- that I've made looking at individuals like that, looking at mm. ultra successful individuals, because I think, you know, at, at the end of the day, they're all human beings. They're just like you and me. They've just been able to overcome quite a lot of, I, I suppose, challenges to be able to achieve 
and and be able to you know kind of almost summit the the, the mountain and, and get to the level at which they're achieving it. But that's their path. I need to figure out what my path is, or I need to continue down my path. But I need to look at them and I need to learn from them and grow because I've got my own path that I need to go under. So I almost look at you know people that that I surround myself like that, people like that on social media. You know, those are the people that I'm consciously that I'm conscious about when I'm absorbing that type of content. So yes, I have, you know, friends that are, that I'm just going to, you know, talk shit to on, on, on every time we, every time we have a drink, but I don't, I, I'm, I'm looking at those sort of individuals and saying, well, what can I learn from them? But also I'm looking at other individuals and I'm saying, well, wait, what can I learn from everyone? It, it, it's mm-hmm. not about uh, closing yourself off. And I think so, that's, that's actually so important to be able to do that, even people that you may dislike. So for example, there's a guy called, what's his name? Ty Lopez. I don't know if you've heard of him. Unfortunately, I've been served a few ads. Okay, so, so Ty is extremely good at marketing and, and he is probably the, the, the type of social media influencer that is, is, is widely disliked for various reasons. But I think people tend to look at him and, and, and just think he's an arrogant arsehole and, and you, you actually don't want to follow him at all. No, but he's super smart. I once, I, exactly. I, I once heard him on a podcast and, and I said, you know what, let me give him the benefit of the doubt and let me listen to what he has to say. What can I learn from him? And I was amazed at what I learned from, from that 60-minute interview that, that he had. He's a super intelligent guy. He's very intentional with the type of content that he puts out. It's not meant for you and me. That's why it irritates us. That's what I'm saying. Um, he's smart, right? Because he's targeting like the 20-something-year-olds who want to absolutely. have a Ferrari and Lamborghini. And, and Exactly. So it's almost like a persona that he puts on. Exactly. So he's putting on a persona, but it's not who he is. Yeah. And that's the one thing that I realized when I listened to his interview is that you might be thinking that he's an asshole, but he's doing that intentionally. So he's not, he, 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 yes, he's very confident and he may come across as arrogant, but he, he, that experience taught me that I need to not discount people just because at face value, I tend to be put off by the image that they're portraying mm-hmm. um, and, and the type of potentially the, the type of message that I'm getting across from them. Yeah. So I, I think it's just about being open. And when, when, you, when you do do that, you tend to find opportunities that exist and other individuals that you can bring into your circle that you that you hadn't thought about before simply because you're not being closed-minded about that so now have you ever had an end a relationship where basically just that person wasn't i don't want to say good for you but like aligned you know with your with your sort of growth path or, or was just too negative or anything like that yeah well not, not like, a, all right, it's done. I don't want you in my <laughs> life anymore. Uh, yeah. I, haven't, I haven't done that, no. Um, but what I've done is, I, is I've had to evaluate certain people in my life that are either extremely negative, not supportive in what I'm looking to do or looking to achieve and, and just have a different, and, I, and I'm fine with a different outlook and a different mindset, but you need, to, you need to also do it in a constructive way. And I find that people, people that tend to be extremely close-minded and negative and, 
and, and just have a very negative outlook about the world and about their abilities and the potential that exists, I, I distance my sem- myself from individuals like that. So I don't say, all right, well, I've deleted your phone number and, and that's that. But what I certainly do is, is I don't spend time with them as much as, you know, I, I, would, I would try to avoid those sort of individuals as much as possible. Yeah, and, I, 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 I was just going to say, I'm, I think I'm like a similar way where I just kind of gravitate away, you know, from, from those kind of people. And then you yeah. kind of just lose touch over time and, you know, sort of the relationship just kind of, I suppose, wins, goes out the window on its own. I think the most difficult, the, the most difficult relationship to be able to navigate those waters is, is your family relationships where you tend to have family that are potentially in that space negative or just have a very pessimistic view of the world and where you actually can't distance yourself from them for whatever reason. Uh, you get together every weekend. <laughs> maybe it's your, you know, maybe it's, it's extremely close family, like your sister, your brother, whoever it is. Those relationships um, tend to be extremely difficult to be able to cut off or distance from entirely. Yeah, it's, uh, it is a challenge, but as you said, I think just being cognizant of where it's coming from and then just knowing, you know, that you are going in that direction and why they're saying certain things. I think that's, that's the bottom line. You know, the other kind of individuals which I try to keep away from or sort of gravitate away from is the ones that just talk a good game but have no action to back it up. And, you know, you and I have been sort of discussing this quite a bit offline just in terms of how important it is to have action and, and momentum. But unfortunately, I think there's a lot of people who talk a good game out there and don't do enough action. And, and those are the kind of guys that I move away from because like, action is, is hard, right? And, and talk is cheap. And I don't think that you are really going to be able to really learn just by talking or saying you want to do this or do or you want to do that, that then you're just a dreamer. Like I want yeah. to be able to align with people actually doing, because that's really when you only start to learn the hard lessons is when you're actually doing and like, you know, things start to happen or not happen for you. Um, so those are really the yeah. guys that I also look out for is kind of like who is doing something and it doesn't mean like, you know, who is putting rockets on Mars. I'm like, I'm not saying that. But like you want to be able to align yourself with people actually taking action and doing mm. things because those are the guys who are going to make things happen. Exactly. Yeah, I agree. I think it's so important to be able to, and, and, and those two individuals are almost related, right? Individuals that take action and individuals that have a, have, have a optimistic view of the world and the potential that exists within it. Mm. Absolutely. So, so that's really, really key. And, and I was just wondering, like, so you, attend Toastmasters or, you know, you're part of the say club or group, but do you find that in that sort of kind of circle, there's a lot more people who are sort of aligned to, to our way of thinking, entrepreneurial growth mindset? I would say the majority of them, yes. Because if you have to think about it at a practical level, Toastmasters is something that you're doing outside of your work, right? It's, it's, a, it's a group that you join in order to develop your communication skills. So you've already 
you've already excluded people that don't believe in the betterment of themselves. So the individuals that are involved in that generally, to a large extent, are people that have growth mindsets and people that can and want to and believe in improving themselves. Very quickly, what you'll find within the Toastmaster space is that people tend to get in there extremely excited, very motivated, very driven. And then it'll kind of go like that for a couple of months. And you either have people that stay in it then for years and years and years or people that just leave straight away. So, you know, after that initial, uh, that initial honeymoon period uh, where, you, where you will kind of fizzle out. But I would say the large majority of the people that are within Toastmasters very much aligned to my kind of values and certainly my outlook and, and, and certainly they're there to, to develop themselves. So it's, it's, a, perfect, it's a perfect platform and, and, a, and, and a kind of group that uh, you can surround yourself with, with like-minded individuals. Have you been able to develop any relationships from that that you know you, you still still cultivated? I know that you obviously have one with your your coach. Yeah, yeah. So that that I suppose is 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 a perfect example as someone that initially turned out to be a coach and then a business partner and now a friend. So that that was a relationship that was developed within Toastmasters, and then I probably got maybe you know two or three. Uh, individuals that again I stay in contact with on a regular basis that are that are, have been involved for for a while as well and and yeah I mean I think the the Toastmasters platform and what it provides is that no matter which club you're in you it's always great to stay in contact with all of those individuals because if you're not speaking within your club and you want to speak at another club and you want to get feedback from a different audience Mm. then keeping those connections alive help you to do that. So mm. be able to nurture those relationships. Mm. So yes, I, I tend to stay in contact with a lot of individuals on a, on, a, on a fairly regular basis. And do you think you can develop and build these kind of relationships like online or do you think you, you need to sort of meet physically in person, know each other in that way? I think, I mean, the perfect example is COVID-19, where you're not meeting with people in person. And the, the fortunate thing with Toastmasters during COVID is, is that because it's all online meetings, you can now meet at a meeting in Cape Town, you can meet at a, meet at a meeting in, in Durban or other meetings within Johannesburg that you would not necessarily have been to because it's potentially too far. And I've been able to speak at quite a few Toastmaster clubs and and develop relationships i suppose to you know to i suppose relationships that, that would eventually develop you know much stronger but being able to do that simply because i'm speaking at at, at, at different clubs uh, so that's all been done completely without any physical interaction whatsoever all been done completely online okay yeah i agree i think you know, I've got one or two relationships which I've developed completely online. I've never even met them before. But they they are like good like relationships. I think sometimes when you just click with someone, right, it doesn't really matter whether you've met them in, in person or, or, or sort of through virtual calls. Sometimes you just feel that connection with someone where you're exactly on the same wavelength and you're just able to jump on a call and start talking about a specific topic and, and it just feels like natural, almost like 
as if you've known each other for quite a long time. And yeah. perhaps that's, that's not the case. Yeah. I think the benefit of Toastmasters is that you are, everyone there is, is to, everyone there understands that we're there to help improve ourselves and, mm. and they come at it from a very understanding and caring way. So we, even when you're getting feedback, it's been done in a very nurturing way. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a, it's an environment which, which fosters development. So it's, it's, it's certainly a culture that, that, that's, Toastmasters has that a lot of the people that have been involved for a long time really embody. So it's, it's all about teamwork and, and collaboration and, and person, you know, development, which, which does help. And I suppose it's why I've been involved for such a long time. Okay. So I think we're getting sort of towards the end of uh, the podcast. Should we, should we close it out? Yeah, sure. And do you want to go with uh, a usual way of closing with uh, a couple of uh, sort of ideas? Or tips? Yeah, sure. So I think the first thing is is acknowledging that you are definitely influenced largely by the people you surround yourself with. It's all about how intentional and how conscious you are around those people. So first of all, acknowledge that there are people around you that are either influencing you negatively, which you are not potentially aware of. So it's about all about bringing that awareness to yourself. And then secondly, it's about making sure that you're surrounding yourself and being very conscious about people that are encouraging you and that are going to help you along your path and whatever your vision for your life is. Yeah, so those are, those are the two key things from my side. Yeah, and from my side, I think it's important to you know, join groups or communities with like-minded individuals so that you can develop those relationships and find people who are like-minded and that you can build these connections and relationships with to help you drive your own personal growth uh, forward. And then the second one is to really, you know, spend some time and develop your network because some of the most um, important relationships that I have developed are, are through, through those. You know, the way that I was able to get the current job that I have now is through a network connection that I had and developed and he suggested me for this role and, and that's basically sort of how things came about. So, so definitely I think that's, that's super key. Your, your, your network can definitely be your net worth. And, and then again, to your point, you know, like family is troublesome, but know that most of the time they do come from a good place. So just, you know, to know where that comes from and sometimes Mm -hmm. just to say sort of, brush it off and not to get upset and, you know, kiss mom and say, I love you and, and move on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, may, maybe I, I came across a little bit too harsh or critical around that, but I think it's just about understanding that you're not going to distance yourself from them, but it's about being understanding and intentional towards people's motives and, and, and not being influenced by biases potentially that exist in, in certain relationships. Well, Clint, thank you again for a really great chat. And as uh, always, hope everybody gets some uh, value and benefit from this. So we'll and if you if, if they have enjoyed it, I would encourage them to please like and share, and uh, leave a review or rating uh, on the podcast as well. Thank you so much. Chat to you soon. Take care. You've been listening to the Personal Growth Show. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe for more. If you have the time, 
please also leave a comment or review so we can reach more people. It would mean the world to us.